Little garden in her backyard, she says. That's where she always grew her own vegetables, collard greens, mustard greens, carrots, okra, that kind of thing. That's important. Taking care of the body. Francis never smoked or drank alcohol. Okay, well, we're done then. Oh, out <laughs> on that. I mean, collard greens are good. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 713 on Wisconsin's Morning News. This Thursday morning, great to be with you. <laughs> okay. I just feel I feel a need to share this because you guys saw me limping around here still yesterday. Still got a little bit of a limp after I blew out my leg water skiing last week up north. Okay? Yeah, little hitch. So it's still not great. Actually, I am. My medical team from Orthopedic Associates of Wisconsin has been in touch again. Finally, my <laughs> surgeon who did my knee surgery texted me. Really? And basically, the, the gist of the text was, do you need to come see me, you idiot? <laughs> well, I mean, when you talk about it day after right. day, I can't imagine why you wouldn't want to text me. Words around over there that I'm still limping. Around. Like, Would you just come in and see? So we're going to get that done. But the reason I bring this up is because I had to... Who's the guy? Who's the director for West Wing? Those... Uh, Oh, the writer? Yeah, the writer. Oh, um, I know who you're talking guy, you know? about, yes. People are always walking fast in those, right? Yeah. Because it's White House and everybody's yep, walking yep, fast. Quick walking, bing, bing, bing. Yeah, yeah, everything's quick. That's kind of how I walk around here. Yeah. Like, well, we're Normally. upstairs, yep. we're downstairs, we're, like things are happening. You don't fast. leisure. You, you like to move. Right. Well, so I was really hustling yesterday, but I still got this limp. And I'm like, <laughs> I had this vision. It took me to this point. I think it was 1971, the original Dirty Harry. Remember that, Clint Eastwood? Okay. Where am I going with this? <laughs> I, don't, I have no you idea. You've seen the film, right? You've yes. seen Dirty Harry, yes. right? You don't know where I'm going with this? Remember he stabbed that freak in the leg? <laughs> the, like, serial killer guy? Yes. And the guy let out that horrifying <laughs> howl that if you saw that as a young person, <laughs> yeah, the guy okay. took a dagger to the leg. An awful scream, yeah. And then when he moved around, he didn't move around very well. The whole rest of the movie, as he's running from <laughs> yeah. Dirty Harry, he's like, he, 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 dragging that stump along so, with him. So you're that guy. He puts his left hand on his left leg right behind the thigh, and he's like, ha, ha. He's like oh, carrying his, his leg name? along with him. So you're that bad that, guy from Dirty Harry. I had Harry. that vision in my head as I'm hobbling down the hallway quick yesterday. I'm like, that's who I am right now. I'm that guy. So that's what happened to me well yesterday. Well done. That's good. You like that? Yes. All right. I'm not going to remember what his name was. I don't remember the guy either. Was he like... Old National Bank will help us out with that. The Old National Bank talking yeah, about was, someone else. What was the freak's name in the original Dirty Harry movie? Do you have the clip? Did you pull it? <laughs> no, I did look it up yesterday. <laughs> We didn't need to hear that guy. That guy scream with the stab. Was that the worst scream ever? It like haunted you, right? <laughs> well, they used to play that on TV, you know? It was haunting. Guy took that dagger right yeah. to the knee. I, I would scream like that too. <laughs> 7.15 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Sports is up next. It's sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive. It's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Another tough night for our brew crew out there in Hollywood. Clayton Kershaw tossed five strong innings. Mookie Betts scored four times as the Dodgers go on to meet, beat the Milwaukee Brewers by a final score of 7-1 to one on Wednesday night. You know, we, I thought we did a decent job against Kershaw. Had some good swings. Um, 
you know, didn't get a ball to drop to kind of create a big opportunity. And then, um, you know, then their bullpen shut us down pretty good and, and nothing after that. Vinny, you stay up for this one last night? Yeah, again, not, but no, me either. <laughs> good thing we didn't. After I woke up and I saw us, I was a good thing I went to bed and got some sleep. With the lo- It makes it even worse, though, because the Brewers obviously lost. That's not good. But the Cubs and Reds both win. The Cubs winning in walk-off fashion. They were down 3-1 to one at one point in the ninth inning uh, against the White Sox. The Brewers losing a game. In the race for the top spot in the National League Central, now leading by just two and a half games. The Brewers will look to avoid the sweep later tonight with the first pitch of 9-10 in L.A. Coverage will get underway here on WTMJ beginning at 8-35. Corbin Burns expected to get the start for the Brew Crew. From the diamond to the NFL as the Green Bay Packers welcomed in the New England Patriots to begin a pair of joint practices in Titletown on Wednesday morning. A good day overall for the Packers, one that included a 75-yard touchdown toss from Jordan Love to Christian Watson, Packers quarterback one, speaking post-practice on how he felt about the team's first joint session in Green Bay. I think it was a good day. A lot of things, you know, to clean up, to work on, and then obviously a lot of good things. But um, once again, I think it was just good for us to go against some new defense, um, see some new looks. They threw a lot of stuff at us today. Um, and it's just really good for our development to keep, you know, keep seeing new looks, different things, and uh, just go back and look at the film and see how we did. Packers Patriots will hit the practice field again later this morning before their Week Two preseason matchup on Saturday night. That joint practice, which will begin around ten thirty this morning, will be open to the public. So we've got the Republican National Convention coming to Milwaukee next year. We've talked endlessly about the potential economic impact. Well, how do you get in on that? If you're a small business owner, you have goods and services that you might offer. We've got information on how you can take a piece of that action. Coming up next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Seven twenty-three, Wisconsin's Morning News this Thursday morning. Republican National Convention here in Milwaukee next summer. As the mayor of Milwaukee said in support of the event, it's not red versus blue as far as the city and region are concerned. It's about green. Lots of money to be made by local businesses, and there's an event coming up next week for those who want to get in on the action. Mark Cass, editor-in-chief of the Milwaukee Business Journal. It's all about you this week, Vince, right? Yeah, I think it is, Mark. Uh, Milwaukee Cass is live with us this morning on the Tri-County Contract. Wait a second. I love that. You like that drop? Wait a second. got to start this conversation with, how's the leg? That's all I care about. Everyone asks me everywhere <laughs> I go. Throughout the world, everyone asks you, how's Vince's leg, Mark? You know. Everyone's got to know the inside story. I'm surprised that hasn't, I have not seen that written up in the Milwaukee Business Journal this week. Oh, That'll be on the front page. we got to do the cover tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> we'll wait until tomorrow. Yeah, because, you know, we decided to not interview you for the story. We just interviewed everybody else. So well, we have Kirchin reach out to me for, for direct comments. Oh, can I be a source? <laughs> <laughs> Sources said he cried a lot. He whined a lot. Well, that, but here's the biggest question. That's true. I sent some lasagna, so I'm just, I just I just want to make sure you got my lasagna, right? I don't need food at the house. So I'm fine. <laughs> but thank you, friend. Hey, let's talk about what we have coming up this week. So this is all kind of tied to the debate, which is in town next week. RNC has a national meeting here in Milwaukee as well. And then they're holding this event for, I bet you get that question a lot too, Mark. I'm a small business. Right. I'm a restaurant. I have yep. an event space. How do I get in on this? Yeah, I mean, this will be very interesting. Next week, it's called an expo. It's going to be at the convention center. 300 area firms will be there to basically say, here's what I do. You know, here's the event space I have. Here's the thing I make. Here's what I can offer you. And really a great chance to show the RNC people because, I mean, there'll be RNC people from all over the country here who represent all the states who will be here next year again, kind of looking for where should we hold our space? Where, you know, kind of, I'm kind of, if I need something, where should I go? So, I mean, I get asked all the time, who should be involved in this? I mean, it's just restaurants. I, I, I mean, is it, 
Is it just people who people have people who have event space? No, it's actually anybody. Anybody who who actually has a product. Think about what they have to need there. They're going to need construction. They're going to need graphics. They're going to need people who do like electrical work. They're going to need all kinds of things. And you know, we're starting to see this happen. So this is a this is a chance to show off already next week. Mark, I remember in the run-up to the DNC, at one of your forums, there was a small business who does, like, office supplies in Milwaukee. And even, right, the filter, the trickle-down to businesses like that of, like, yeah, they were contacted as well. We need pencils. We need paper. Yeah, think about the one contract that's already out there, Vince, is for, like, stuff like hats and shirts (laughs) and, you know, know, and, you know, having the RNC on, 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 a letterhead. It's all the way down to that kind of, it's pretty much everything. The first contracts with which are coming out very soon are large one. And that's for transportation. Think of, think of, I mean, if I own a shuttle, man, I better be, I better be ready to go next year. I mean, if I own that. So, so for, for that and for the construction of the arena, and then after that is the next large one. And it's going to be for, it's going to be for some insurance for everything. But after that, it's going to be all kinds of things from graphics to food to you name it. I mean, again, if you have something to sell, you have a chance here. Hey, Mark Cass, before we let you go, we should uh, make sure we highlight our, our new partnership, TMZ4 yeah. News, WDTMZ Radio, and the Milwaukee Business Journal, getting together for a good old-fashioned RNC podcast that the, uh, the inaugural episode drops next week. Yeah, really, I think a great chance to show all, all of our readers, all of our listeners, all of our viewers, kind of the, kind of the combined expertise of the three. So, you know, we did the first one in a week with... You know, we had we had another host of it. I'm sorry, not you. Some guy who's in the afternoon show. I I can't remember his name. I've heard of him. It's like John somebody or something. You know, and then of course from Fourier, you have the guy who knows everything about this, and that's Charles Benson. And I just had a conversation about what it means to Milwaukee, what it means to the region. It's it's a nice run next week. We're gonna have all the candidates here. There's gonna be after parties. There's gonna be you know. There's gonna be a you know, there's going to be media from all over the world. We hear there's media coming from other countries for this event next week. So a nice trial run. And kind of we talk about kind of what it means and kind of how we can learn from it. The thing I'm seeing, Vince and Eric, is it's kind of like, I mean, for the past year, it's been kind of quiet after things announced. But all of a sudden, because of this spotlight next week, we're starting to see people kind of talk and get excited. This is a cool thing. We have to have to kind of say, okay, it's almost here. Let's make sure we handle this right because it could be really cool for the city. We'll have details on that first podcast, which drops next week. Mark Cass, always a pleasure, my friend. Hey, buddy, you you take care of that leg now because we're all you know we're all praying for you. Yeah, I know you're leaving me out of pickleball too, which I I couldn't. I'm not even on the I'm not even on the text <laughs> wow. chain anymore. There's a reason why you've been left <laughs> out. You only got one leg, man. I can't have you on the court with one leg. Take care, Mark. We'll talk again soon. All right, buddy. Take care. He's saying all these nice things about me. What the heck's wrong with Mark? Brewers General Manager Matt Arnold is our guest on Brewers 360 coming up at 745. Vince, she was born on July 25th, 1909. A few months after William Howard Taft was inaugurated president. Wow. This woman is 114 years old. She has lived through two world wars, the Great Depression, the Spanish flu, and the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, this lady being featured on the Today Show. Her name, Elizabeth Francis, just turned 114 years old, and she's not even the oldest in the U.S. She's in the U.S.? There's a woman in California who just turned 115. Okay, so it was recently 
Ms. Francis' birthday? Mm-hmm. 114 years old. She lives with her 94-year-old daughter <laughs> in a private residence. They're doing great. She's, she's doing great. Um, she's uh, mentally sharp, feeling good. She's confined to a bed, so physically she doesn't move as well as she has, obviously, in the past. But So how can she live so long? Uh, what's her Does she secret? have tips for us? Oftentimes she we She says, this. continue working. I'm just kidding. That's not what you said. That's what. That's what. <laughs> keep the growing. <laughs> it was a 101 year old doctor who said that last week. Oh, I got to keep working. No, I got to work when I'm 100 years old. Uh, warm social connections. She says you have to be social. So continue okay. to discuss and talk to people. See people that will help you enjoy a longer life. Fresh home cooked food. Little garden in her backyard. She says that's where she always grew her own vegetables: collard greens, mustard greens, carrots, okra, that kind of thing. That's important. Taking care of the body. Francis never smoked or drank alcohol. Okay, well, we're done then. Oh, out on that. I mean, collard greens are good. Uh, uh, and she, let's see, and she had faith, hope, and purpose in life. So she had something to do, something to look forward to, something to focus on. So I can do like three of the four. I always heard that uh, like dental floss, like flossing regularly. Causes you to live longer? Yeah. I mean, I, you, it certainly presents survey, dental disease and if such. If you survey people who are 100 years or older, most of them will say they've been flossing. Hmm. Let's say they've been flossing. <laughs> we all we all years. say we've been flossing at the dentist. How are we doing on our flossing? Pretty good. Is your bleeding out in the chair? <laughs> no, I'm good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this news report brought to you by Steinhoffels. Visit them at steinhoffels.com. Republican presidential primary debate in Milwaukee. We're less than a week out. It's Wednesday, August 23rd. Best place you can get immediate analysis and reaction. We'll do it right here on our Decision Wisconsin post-debate show. So it's right after the debate. You can flip over to WTM Joy, join Wisconsin Afternoon News host John Mercure, along with Dr. Ken Harris from 1017 The Truth. They're going to have highlights, lowlights, whatever happens at the debate, all the moments that need to be covered, they'll be covered right here. Decision Wisconsin, the WTMJ post-debate show, immediately following that first Republican presidential primary debate, Wednesday, August 23rd. And don't forget our countdown to the RNC podcast that we're partnering with the Milwaukee Business Journal and TMJ4 News. Our first one will drop next week. So we'll have more information on that through this week and on Monday. And on the website. Listen live on the web. All right. That's not a current <laughs> promotion, is it? <laughs> Same website. WTMJ.com. Brewers General Manager Matt Arnold, our guest on Brewers 360 next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers dropped their second consecutive game against the L.A. Dodgers out west on Wednesday night. This one by a final of 7-1. to one. Milwaukee will look to avoid the sweep of the final game in Los Angeles tonight. Coverage gets underway here on WTMJ beginning at 835. Corbin Burns expected to get the start for the Brew Crew. Brewers 360 sponsored by Holiday Automotive. Brewers Senior Vice President and General Manager Matt Arnold, our guest this morning. Morning, Matt. Hey, so a uh, question for you. You ever have a ball player on the 15-day or worse because he blew up his leg water skiing, for example, <laughs> asking for a friend. <laughs> Not that I can uh, that I can think of. I, I do remember, I think Sammy Sosa went on the IL several years ago because of a sneeze. 
Um, that's right. So I, I've seen some strange IL placements, that's for sure. Dudes get in trouble, though, if they do dumb stuff, right? Like in-season, even off-season. Like, you're paying millions of dollars for these athletes to perform, and I, I guess water skiing is probably on the list of things you'd rather your guys not doing? Definitely not. No, <laughs> and, and actually, I've seen a handful of these over the years, actually, where, um, and I'm, I'm certainly not going to name any names, but guys will will maybe fabricate a story to try to cover up something they did fairly stupid. Um, you know, that, that has happened in the past, I think. So, um, you know, it's, it's really risky. I mean, for those guys to do stuff like that in season for sure. Well, it's a good thing. I don't need my leg to execute <laughs> to this anything. program, right? I'm fu- fully operational here. Eric. So Matt, Vince and I were uh, discussing what needed to happen during this road trip, like what we would be excited about versus what would concern us whether three and three would be okay, two and four, obviously anything over 500 would be awesome against the Dodgers and the Rangers. Do you have a threshold that you were hoping for or still think you can get to? No, look, I think every game at this part of the season is important. You know, I mean, and, and look, we played really, really well, I think, in Chicago, and then we ran into some tough luck the last couple of days. I think Hauser threw the ball pretty well overall. I think so did Miley. And they had some balls that got through, and we hit some balls hard that, that didn't ultimately land. So um, still feel good about our chance today, today, certainly with Corbin Burns on the mound. Well, and then it doesn't get easier. Then you go out and play the Rangers, which I don't know. I think this is a team, Matt, actually, that has risen to its level of competition last couple of nights notwithstanding. But I think you've played better against the better teams than we have against the teams that are dogs that you expect to just rip through. Yeah, I, I I I tend to agree with you. I mean, I think that the guys are are ready and 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 prepared for for you know something potentially to to be playing deep into the playoffs. You know, I think that's our that's our goal here, and ultimately to win a World Series. And so that that's the expectation in our clubhouse. And you know, when we lose games like yesterday, you know that that nobody's happy about that. And so. I think that just galvanizes us all a little bit more to, to play a little bit better down here, down the stretch. Uh, speaking of down the stretch, Matt, Garrett Mitchell, I've seen him taking some swings uh, over there in Milwaukee. What's the uh, the status on him? Could we see him later down the uh, the month of September? Yeah, really encouraging, honestly. Like one of the things that we we thought when, when he first got injured in that in that accident when he was sliding there at third base was, you know, he was going to be out for the year. And, and uh, you know, we just recently received a report that he could be trending in the right direction here and potentially available here in in late September. So not sure if that's going to be fully go uh, at this point. Again, he's got a long way to go. He's overcome a lot, but I know he's working really hard and and also feeling really good. So um, certainly some encouraging signs there for, for Garrett Mitchell. That would be great. Do you stay up for the late West Coast games? Do you have to watch them all, Matt? Of course. Yeah, I'm not going to sleep. <laughs> well, then we super appreciate the early wake up today, my friend. Thank you. Always appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me. All right, Brewers and Dodgers once again. Late game tonight. Nine ten is the first pitch on the West Coast. If he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? Mark Tauscher is off this week. Talk a little Irish Fest this morning. Irish Fest 2023. Kind of a soft launch tonight. Some of the stages open from 5 to 10 at Meyer Festival Park. Then the full boat Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this weekend. One of those popular things, of course, people want to do at this festival to see our local Irish dancers perform. We are blessed with a lot of great schools in our area and a strong tradition here. So, you know, Eric, when my girls were little, they both danced with Glencastle mm-hmm. Irish dancers. Yep. Irish Fest was the Super Bowl. 
Like big week, yeah. big ramp Here up, and go. then a big week of performing. A lot of shows and a chance to show off amazing skills. Bridget Jaskulski founded that school. She is live with us on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline this morning. Morning, Bridget. Good morning, Vince. Great to talk with you this morning. Oh, good to catch up with you. So talk to us a little bit about the preparation that you and all of your students from the, the youngest ones, the jiggers that we call them, who can barely dance the jig, all the way up to uh, the adults whom you teach and train at uh, Glen Castle. Big week for all of them. A very big week. We actually started our practices in June, so we've been going now for about two months, getting everything ready. We have about 150 dancers taking the stage this weekend. Um, as you can imagine from your own dancers, uh, your own children dancing, it, it, you're right when you say, for us, it is like the... The Super Bowl of Irish dance. It's the weekend that all the Irish dancers look forward to. You know what I think is so special about Milwaukee, and I I wonder if you could give me an idea of why this is, but why do we have such a strong tradition of Irish dance? I know you have danced all over the world. You've taken people to worlds all over the country and then in Ireland as well. Why is Milwaukee like this epicenter here, at least in America, for Irish dance? I think Milwaukee has really grown. You are absolutely right about that. A big part of it is I think when, you know, initially when I started, there were only two schools in Milwaukee. We now have eight. I think a lot of that interest came out of shows such as Riverdance, Lord of the Dance, uh, just kids performing at different places and other children saw it and said, you know, I want to do that. We go to performances like Irish Fest and adults see it and they want to try it. So it's really, really grown in the Milwaukee area, and I think a lot of that just has to do with you know, people seeing it and wanting to give it a try. Talking with Bridget Jaskowski, she founded Glen Castle Irish Dancers here in Milwaukee. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, like, my girls, my oldest, Ella. I remember she saw Glen Castle dancing. I think they had an event at school, and she just said to us, I want to do that. We're not Irish. We have no connection to, you know, the, the culture and all that, but we were accepted and it was wonderful. So if there's a family out there who have young ones or adults who think they want to try that, like how do they get started? Well, of course, I think the best thing to do is visit the website. Our, our website is uh, glencastleirishdancers.com, and you'll find lots of information on there. Uh, we will be at Irish Fest, of course, this weekend, and we'll have brochures after all of our stages, and people can pick up that information. A lot of uh, uh, our kids that are actually joining in the fall, we had a summer sampler class in July that did great. We had over probably 30-some to 40-some kids that joined. Almost all of them are joining in the fall. So we're just we're, we're very lucky to have such a vibrant, inclusive school where people see it, and they love it, and they want to be a part of it. Bridget, is this a possible exercise routine as well when people are looking for just different ways to get the heart rate up, try something different so they don't have to actually focus on an exercise but can do something that's fun as well? Yes, absolutely. Uh, we have a lot of our kids or and our adults come just simply for the exercise. Hmm. They don't perform. They don't compete. They just want to learn it and, and work out with it. So you're absolutely right about that. Uh, where can we see you at Irish Fest this weekend? So we will be our own performances for our school only, our Saturday and Sunday. And then Friday through Sunday, we're going to be performing with several bands. And we do have all of that information either on our website or our social media pages. Oh, great to catch up with you, Bridget. I hope it's a great run here at Irish Fest 2023. Appreciate you. Thank you, Vince.
Irish Fest 2023. Again, 5 p.m. tonight. It's a smaller event tonight. And then the full deal, they open the gates at 4 p.m. on Friday, noon on Saturday, 11 a.m. on Sunday.